This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Marty Sleva, and Sam Claiborne. What's up, everybody? We've got a great show for you this week, a huge show for you this week. So much news we got to get through. We're going to talk about, of course, all the big games out this week. We're going to talk about the PlayStation Vita. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. sure? I'm sure. It's in the news. <laughs> what it's year back. is it? It's back in the news, although probably not actually back. Uh, but first, Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. Might be coming soon to a classroom near you. <gasps> what? <laughs> Damon, Damon, do explain. Allow me to explain. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins is the next uh, game in the Assassin's Creed series, the long-running Assassin's Creed series that is 10 years old. How many games? 15? 11 years old now? No one Close. knows. 10 years old, maybe. Uh, a couple DS ones, a couple PSP ones. It's out October 27th. It is set in ancient Egypt, mm. and it has a new mode for the series called Discovery Tour. Mm-hmm. Is it like a super hard, like an ultra hard yep. permadeath? Yeah, permadeath. Yeah, it turns permadeath. into a roguelike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a permadeath uh, brutal mode is yeah. what they call it. No, Discovery Tour. Now, let me I'll explain. It adds an entirely new game mode that turns the massive recreation of Egypt into a combat-free living museum Ooh. with guided tours that let said about Jurassic Park. delve into <laughs> the history firsthand. They, they were so... Uh, consumed with trying to do, yeah. decide whether or not they could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what if those pharaohs break out of their cages? <laughs> or the mummies? Uh, Wait, they see, there's no mummies yet because they don't become mummies for a thousand years. Well, that was a, a long while. empire, though. Yeah, true. This is Maybe the end they of the have mummies from empire. the very beginning and young mummies. That's the news. That's the single to the young pope. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
Maybe the Discovery Tour will finally answer the question of whether or not mummies are zombies. The age-old question. Yeah, it's probably not going to do that. <laughs> Jean Gouston, creative director on Assassin's Creed. Well, I met him last week. Origins said, "Did you really? Yeah." He said, "Did he tell you about Discovery Tour?" He did. I don't know. You've well, been holding you, out on us. He said, yeah, "What do you mean? I just we just started the episode. He, <laughs> tell us all about it, Marty. He's the best part." Of he the didn't tell us. At, he heard IGN about it. Oh, yeah. that's because there was an embargo, and I didn't want to bust. I didn't want to bust it. Well, read Sean's words. He said, "This is something we wanted to do for a long time that we've been asked to do by teachers, by institutions. Mm. It's a more educative mode, so it's clearly focused on education, and I'm bringing to people actual facts, more academic knowledge." Mm-hmm. How does this strike you guys? Did you get to see this mode? I did get to see it. Uh, this is cool. So this is coming as a free update to the game, and it's not coming at launch. It's early 2018. Yes. Um, but the, I, this is something, like, as someone who's been a big fan of the series since AC1, I've always been like, man, what if they just, if they stripped away all the combat and all the missions and let you run around Jerusalem or Rome or, or London? Like, I feel like, like my mom could run around this game and enjoy it. And so the fact that they're finally doing this thing and sort of the, the museum aspect of it reminds me of if you play the commentary modes in like Half-Life or Portal. Yeah, exactly. You sort of go to these nodes and then click on them and then you get narration. So it's almost like being in an actual museum with a walking you climb tour. everything? I think you can still probably climb everything. Sir, get down from there. But they showed like you could, cho- you could choose who your avatar is so you can be Bayek who's the main character or you can be like the you know, you could be Cleopatra if you want. Benis Bayak. Yeah, Benis Bayak. <laughs> um, but then you like, he was learning about mummification. So there was like yeah. someone teaching you about the mummification process. Pulled the brains out through the nose. Right Wait, through the nose. Spoilers. The game? That is, yeah, learning about mummification, learning about Cleopatra, learning about Ptolemy. Um, Ptolemy? Ptolemy. I, you need, it needs a really soft P. But you can't Ptolemy. possibly learn about geography because it's just, everything's just in one little city. Right? Yeah, but it's like, it is like, the, it is big, but like if you can go to the Sphinx and you can go to the pyramids at Giza yeah. and along the Nile. Yeah. I, they have to do so much research to get this stuff, you know, relatively. Yeah, I mean, they're taking tremendous liberties with it, as Sam's saying, but to get it relatively accurate, like the more and more realistic games become, like you need to hire an architect to tell you how a building is actually mm-hmm. made. You can't just like wing it like you yeah. could in, in, you know, previous generations. And you need to have like, uh, you know, an expert on uh, like biology and things yeah. of that nature to get the human body and the musculature moving right. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing all that research in ancient Egypt anyway, like how is if you're going to go into a room in that game and explore a space where someone is mummified? Like someone has to figure out how were people mummified, so you might as well pass that knowledge through in a little yeah, bit more I've, academic I've way to people. Produced uh, making of series for IGN for Assassin's Creed Unity and for Syndicate. And like Unity, I met a woman whose job for a year and a half was uh, making uh, Notre Dame mm-hmm. Cathedral. That was her job wow. for for That's eighteen so months. Cool. She was working on that cathedral, and was she, she was like hope- an artist. She was yeah, she was an artist, but also a level designer. And then that game comes out, and people's eyes are bugging yeah. out of their head, and everyone goes. Bleh. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, she took eighteen months of her life, and then she said, like, she finally she had never been there. Yeah. And then after, like, right before the game was shipping, she went there. And she just cried when she got there. Aww. She's like, "This has been a year and a half of my life." <laughs> you did a and terrible now, job. <laughs> <laughs> it's so if you think about it, that model is just out there somewhere yeah. too, which they could be using. Yeah. yeah. Um, e- I think, EA is really good about that. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, Egypt, like all joking aside, is like a really cool subject for this mm-hmm. because we see Egypt as this crumbling 
you know, what's left there, sandstone monuments. But they were like capped, the pyramids were capped in white stone originally. (laughs) And like they must have looked remarkable. Yeah. Right. And then like, uh, uh, what is it? What is that kind of dusty, dry desert that is around them now? What did that look like when it was a lush, you know, agricultural society? Mm -hmm. Like that's really appealing to me. And I love how games are doing that. And Egypt is like the one. Yeah. Athens. I think so. And Cairo. Those would all be like really, really cool. Greece would be good. Yeah. Greece would be my second choice. Yeah, it says, uh, Discovery Tour Let's Players roam the entire game world without constraints or threats, exploring a sprawling landscape. That includes Memphis, Alexandria, the Sand Sea, and the Giza Plateau at mm-hmm. their own pace. So I guess that's uh, probably a good reasoning for why they're uh, holding this back to early 2018. Because if this yeah. was just all just open, you know, right from the beginning of the game, it could potentially, like, you know, spoil a lot yeah, of the game yeah. that you're supposed to oh, yeah, counter yeah. on your own. Yeah, well, and I wonder, that means they're so confident in the fidelity of, like, their game world. Like, Assassin's Creed Unity, I thought it was fine, you know. I didn't encounter any of the critical bugs other people did. And when you're running through that game world on a mission, chasing someone down, like, it's fine. It's very believable, and the, and the crowd depth is incredible. But if you stop, you'll see that a woman's, like, sweeping nothing, you know. And you just yeah. see all kinds of weird... Like, you see all the sort of chinks in the armor and, like, cracks where the facade sort of falls apart a little bit. So for them to let people sort of stop and sit Mm -hmm. and stare means that they're very confident in, you know, the fidelity of the world they made. Yeah, It was like a no-brainer for a PSVR or uh, Mm -hmm. or something. I mean, I would love this sort of in just... I don't know, a thing like this in a lot of games of like, yeah. have a Call of Duty thing where you can run through a level in Call of Duty World War II and remove the enemies, remove everything, but have it be like, this is what Normandy was like, or this yeah. is what the Battle of the Bulge was That's like. That's a really good yeah. point. Or even uh, fictional uh, games, not necessarily historical games, but like uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War, something you can walk around to explore yeah. the Tolkien yeah, universe, yeah. the Middle Earth universe. I get behind that. Fictional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Middle Earth. Um this reminds me, I know, and not everything has to be about pinball, but uh, <laughs> in, in the pinball arcade, it takes oh, old great. pinball games and remakes them into yeah. 3D. And one of the great things that it does when, when you can do that is it makes the best out there possible tutorials about pinball mm. because it takes the game camera and it goes through like a 200-step tutorial about all the rules. And it like flies around and kind of shows you yeah, all stuff. Yeah. And like sans somebody taking the glass off a game and pointing out each thing, you're never going to get that in your life. You can read a fact about it. Yeah. You can watch a guy play in video. But like this is a good way to do it. It yeah. like, flashes each light. It shows the shot. Like It's really cool. Awesome. Games yeah. can stop and do something different yeah. with those 3D environments. Yeah, it's cool. It's really neat. You, uh, VR, I wouldn't be surprised at all if this is also, yeah, you know, makes sense, if there's huh? VR integrated yeah, in this experience. So. Yeah, that could be cool. Uh, the Discovery Tour is coming to Assassin's Creed or Origins early 2018. I'm on board. I remain excited about this Assassin's Creed. Everything, all signs point to looking good. Let's go over what's out this week. We are, uh, I don't know if it's fair to say we're in the midst of the fall. I uh, think we're there. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the boulders, like, Started rolling down the hill. Yeah. It's not the full speed yet. With Destiny. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe like, you know, that October 27th day with Assassin's oh, no. Creed Origins. Oh, no. Yeah, Mario that's a Odyssey, crazy day. Wolfenstein 2. That jigsaw. And stuff this week. Maybe that's when it, the boulder hits the poor town. <laughs> oh, are we the town? <laughs> yes. Oh. We are the town. Uh, big games out this week. Of course, FIFA 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they game. call it Kiki over there. 
when I, you know, I like Kiki 18 and <laughs> to our friends in the UK. That's what Gab calls it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of my uh, passions for following uh, the video game industry. I love tracking MPD sales every month and I love, you know, like sales data. So recently I posted, I shared MPD uh, sales results for August and I just today posted um, digital sales data just for August. And people are always confused because FIFA 17 is on there for August. You know, a it's month the ultimate team stuff, right? A month it, before it was selling that well. Yeah, a month. month before FIFA 18 comes out. Yeah, and it's not it's not an error. It's true. Like that's just how popular this game is, and I think it starts. Yeah, about this time of year, it starts like re, uh, becoming popular. Yeah, we see the numbers on IGN, especially like on YouTube, like those videos. Anything we put up on FIFA, that's gangbusters. I think in the case of FIFA specifically, it's the ultimate team mini game yeah. is driving a lot of you know revenue. Twelve months that's a year, kicky exactly. fever. Kicky fever. Also out this week on PlayStation 4, Firefighters, Airport Fire Department. Oh, Oh, boy. Yeah. That was a little bit of a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Firefighters, Airport Fire Department. That's the name. They put out airport fires? So is there a department the just for it's firefighters? I'm sure there are firefighters at the airport, yeah. But exclusively? Yes. If there's a fire at the airport, they don't want someone coming in all the way from a fire station like miles away. Yeah. Why? Because airports are huge. Think about it. An airport is also, much bigger than any like neighborhood. So if your neighborhood is a fire, like, it's, it's ostensibly a town. They call it, <laughs> I'm skeptical. They call, skeptical? Them, they call them duty-free towns. Yeah, exactly. Just play the game. Just <laughs> okay, This is an sure, educational yeah. experience. This yeah. is a, the second uh, uh, game that's coming to a classroom near you. Firefighters, <laughs> airport fire department. Sam, it's firefighters colon airport fire department. So ostensibly there are other games in the firefighter right. series. Yeah. Like firefighters kicky. Right. Well, Kiki department. There's probably stadium. Uh, there are firefighters. I bet at every oh. stadium. Yes, I guarantee you. AT and T Park has oh, its own firefighters. Any, any situation I, where there's that uh, concentration of yeah. people. You don't but think, what are you talking about? It's a three, million people I bet in San Francisco. E, I bet E3 has its own firefighters. And San Francisco also has its own fire station. <laughs> yeah, yeah but not like, but they're spread out, right? <laughs> They're spread out, but you know how big is the airport? No, but that listen, is bigger than any neighborhood. If there's a fire at the airport, why do the firefighters need to be there faster than if there's a fire at the mall? No, you just—they just need to be. Are there you saying like what's so special? About but I'm just saying, yeah. I think I think it's like the jet fuel situation. Mm, see now, no, see, now that no, makes a little more sense. No, get your finger out of there. Put it away. <laughs> put put it away. I don't know who to side with here, but. <laughs> Nobody. I know there's a lot of flammable look. stuff at airports. <laughs> look, there's a video game called Firefighters Airport Fire Department, so obviously there is such a thing as an airport fire department. Yeah, but there's a you game called Mega Man stuff. Soccer. You can't make this stuff Mega up. Man Kiki. Out of our, out of our 600,000 or however many podcast subscribers, there's like eight airport <laughs> firefighters right now that are so mad. <laughs> we matter. Uh, all right, so look for that on PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Also this week is Hob. Uh, from the developers of Torchlight. Torchlight 1 and Torchlight 2, which are very cool, Diablo-esque, mm-hmm. yeah. Diag- Diablo-likes, if you will. A little bummed we didn't get Torchlight 3 instead, but Hob does look really cool. Yeah, I Hob do really look- like Torchlight. Yeah, um, Hob's a little bit more like Zelda, Zelda-like. I'd say. Yeah, it's a puzzle, action puzzle platformer. Yeah. Mm. Can mm-hmm. you climb shit? Yeah, you can climb all sorts. You can climb whatever you want. It has its own I mean, fire. That- de- they have their own fire department. Yeah. No, you have a climbing. You have like a climbing arm. Yes, but I don't think you can climb everything. Uh, you're, you're, I'm, I'm talking about old Zelda, not new Zelda. Old World Zelda. All right. Uh, I don't about, don't know about platforms. I think it's out on. Is it, uh, I know it's coming to consoles and PC. I, I don't know if it's all hitting all at once. I think it's PS4, Xbox, and PC, mm-hmm. not Switch. Rip. Also out this week is Sinron Kakura, Peach Beach Splash. 
Peach Beach Splash. We got the special edition version of that game in the office, and we were talking about how this <laughs> might be a thing that if we sit on it, might be worth hundreds of dollars soon because that's probably yeah, like limited to like a thousand copies. Game, but it's, yeah. it's like a big rare or uh, yeah, special edition version. Yeah, it's just a regular. I yeah. I think that that would be a rare game at some point. Yeah. So this well, is the game that's like uh, it's like Splatoon. You think a lot of people with, buy them with no, the girls? So like these games. They, they've made a lot of these games, but they don't sell very many copies. That's why they'll be rare. That's why I think they just I, they just announced recently. It's something like this. I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing data here, but they're like the Sinron Kagura series has reached 500,000 copies sold. <laughs> it's something like that. And you're like, like you've made a, 30 of them. Been, yeah, yeah, there's been so many games in the series. So yeah. not the audience for this is not that. Big. Is this? And I apologize if I'm wrong. Is this one of the naked lady games? One of those weird yeah, naked it's lady not, games? It's, naked. A, it's a water gun game. Not you're, naked. It's, it's, it's scantily wet, wet don't, t-shirt. Don't wet. Stop no, this it. was a super soaker. This was a super soaker. <laughs> this it's, is it reminds me of Splatoon Ninja Girls. because it's a wet t-shirt shooter. Yep. It's the ninja girls that can't keep yeah. their clothes on, taking a break from the ninjing to go have some fun at the beach yeah. with their water guns. Yeah. It's that game. I wish we could remember there was some the slogan for that game. Well. Oh, it was very go, bad. So there's like 15,000 people just in America that will just buy it every time. And yeah, they just I think keep, so. They just keep yeah. making them happy. Yep. Okay. Anyway, it's an investment, I think. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, well, what comes like in the Bitcoin. special edition? Is there like a towel, beach matter. towel? It's just rare. <laughs> also out this week is Vrog. Yeah, Wait, virtual frog. It's it's a VR Vrog. game where you're a frog. Did you just sneeze? I love what are you? idea. Here's the, here's the uh, actual description. Be a frog! Whoa! <laughs> your PSVR is your window to the Vrog world, allowing you to see through the eyes of a frog. Sold. Leap your way across the beautiful pond and see what's on the menu. Cool. It's, it's flies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We, God, we didn't say spoilers. We always do that. <laughs> it's other frogs. Oh, oh no. Twist. Uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 comes to other platforms. It was out on Switch last week. Now it's out everywhere. Game rules. Oh, backlog now. Yeah. That game, you know what it's coming to? Vita. Mm. Yeah, there's another Vita game. Yeah. I told you we'd be talking about Vita. Yeah. It's back <laughs> in the news. Is that what we were going to say? That's it? No, there's no, more. There is other Vita news. Oh. Um, uh, I'm so excited to play SteamWorld Dig 2, but I want to finish Mario Plus Rabbids. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to what I'll be playing. Uh, totally War, Warhammer 2 is out this week. Totally War. <laughs> like Totally. Uh, we gave it a 9.1. The Ooh, reviewer amazing. called it the best Total War game ever made. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's better than Total War Rome. Yeah, or Partial War. Yeah. A4. Napoleon. Uh, jokes aside, this game does look really cool. It's like huge it's armies. Good, good where you look. Can, you know, it's a, like a really nice map. Strategy game with huge armies, and you can zoom. You can go way up high, yeah. zoom right down to the to the yeah. ground level of the battles. The whole the whole thing with Total War is it's always been uh, like it's half civilization. So there's a world map where it's like turn based things where you're moving things around. But then when the armies smash together, it descends down into like real time combat. Then it's like an RTS. So it's like your army versus theirs, and you're moving units around, and then it goes back up into the turn based mode. There are lizard men. In the, yeah, because this is Warhammer. Yeah. This is not history. Oh, I was, like, I was totally thinking of Rome, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they need to consult the Assassin's Creed team. <laughs> and I, I, I hardly can believe I'm saying this, but Cuphead is out this week. Yeah, we, we have, actually it, have it here in the we office. We have it in the office. We streamed it earlier. Streamed it earlier. It's real. It's a real game. Pronounced Cuphead? No. Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah, it's, it's actually a PH. Yeah. <laughs> Um, wow, I already said FIFA 18. It's on my list twice. It's how did it sneak in there twice? Ah, uh, classic kicky. Uh, Cinemora X is on Switch, and uh, Cinemora was a... Is this a sequel? Or? A, 
a 2D shooter. Yeah. Uh, Gradius from style. S- shoot em produced up. by Suda51. Yeah, by Grasshopper. By Grasshopper, yes. Uh, came to uh, consoles several yeah. years ago. It's very cool. It's very good. This is the EX version. It's coming to Switch. You reviewed it, right? Yeah. One of the last games Damon reviewed. Well, you're no. reviewing a few more now. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Did he just re- did you just yeah, yeah, review yeah, yeah, a game? But I mean, for yep. several years. Uh, it was back from when I was reviewing yeah. Is it game top very down regularly. or side scrolling? No, side scrolling. It's side scrolling. Wow. Yeah. Is it, is it a good game then? It's very, it's very pretty. Yeah. Very good. I, I, I should probably try that. And it has a uh, time manipulation mechanic. Cool. Seems like it's a like good fit for Switch. Yeah. Stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Beautiful Favorite Joe. Mechanic. Yeah. And the SNES Classic <gasps> is out this week, which I, means. I have one in my pocket. Which. Whoa, means boys! <laughs> what? <laughs> with it comes <laughs> Star Fox 2. What? <laughs> you were just sitting on this the whole time. You. It actually fits. That's in my like jeep George pocket. Costanza's wallet. Like, <laughs> you it's just pocket it. gaming, guys. You didn't even know we were going to talk about it on the show. You just just in I case. Have one I'm sure my he had a good <laughs> idea. We were going to talk about it on the show. Wow. Uh, our review of the console is up by yeah. Jonathan Dornbush. Eight point five. I believe we get it. A yeah. great point five. He said, incredible lineup, some of the greatest games of all time, uh, but still some of the same limitations of the original, which is uh, to go to the home screen, you have to physically hit the button on the console, and then the cord length, while a little bit longer, uh, five feet is still not incredibly long. Yeah, it's crazy that after all the complaints about the crazy short cord length, they just made it marginal. Or you just make a wireless. What if you just make a wireless? It's like, what is this thing, 80 bucks, 70 bucks? Uh, 80 bucks. Yeah, I think so. It's like, give people like a nine-foot cord. Just give them the cord. Just like eliminate any need for anyone to ever have to complain about that. The reset button is is really silly too. Yeah. But man, yeah, it, I think like, it's the best collection of games ever officially yeah, released. I just make it that. a combination of buttons that you press to reset to the. That's actually yeah. a pretty good way to think about it. Is this the greatest game compilation ever made? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what else could it possibly be? Yeah. I mean, there's there's really cool game collections for like kind of. Um, you know, pre 16 bit systems. There's like, I really like the Namco collections. Those yeah, are good. Those are Midway cool. had a really good series yep. of arcade collections, but those are mm. arcade games. And like, this has well, so Final Fantasy VI, which is there was a, better than all of those arcade games. Yeah. You know, there was a really good uh, Sega Genesis collection on last gen mm. consoles. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Mega, the ultimate so- Sonic, Sonic's Sonic's ultimate, ultimate Genesis, Genesis collection. collection. I think that, one was. that worked out really well. That was really, really good. Uh, had many, many more games also. And the Orange Box. Fewer games. Orange Box is good. good. Point. That's a really good. A very, point. very good. Mega Man game collection was really good. Mega Man Legacy. Actually, there's been you know before our current Mega Man Legacy uh, one and two, there was also a Mega Man collection on anniversary yeah. collection. Yeah, the yeah, anniversary collection on GameCube. It switched. That buttons. was yeah. the worst. That like I wanted um, to break my disc in half. It was just silly that they did that. So bad. Uh, there's also uh, of course Super Mario All Stars. Yeah, collection. and the one that had yeah, also had Mario World games. in it. That one is the, the definitive version. Yeah, because you got Super Mario Three on your shirt right now. Yeah. I think I think the Bay Area version. Yeah. I like that a lot. Oh, I'd never picked up on that before. Have you seen the Mario Kart Rainbow Road map that's made out of our BART? BART is our subway. Oh, yeah, that's really uh, cute. That system. Because yeah. we have different colored lines that are rainbow for our subway, so there's mm. this cool picture of yeah. Mario I think uh, this, uh, we can still get away with it because the SNES Mini is not a cart. I think the Super Mario All-Stars with Super Mario World is the greatest game cartridge mm-hmm. ever made. Mm. Talked about that here before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Earthbound? Easy, yeah. <laughs> Number two, Earthbound. Just Earthbound. <laughs> Earthbound's you, a little you divisive like, um, in the comments for this. I think there's a there's an Earthbound uh, haters. Haters? Yeah. I'm gonna ban them. I'm gonna ban all of them. It's <laughs> banned. But with Earthbound, Final Fantasy, and Mario RPG, those are all like just yeah. massive games. And Link to the Past, they cost Metroid. Like 80 bucks when they came out. Yeah. I didn't think I wanted yeah, one of these, and I've changed my mind. I, well, we'll see how readily they are available now. It's yeah. actually out on we'll Friday. See, maybe he, Sam has a second one in his other pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no Give me a minute. <laughs> you get an SNES Classic, and you get an I hope we can all just buy them on Friday. 
Nintendo seems nice. to think they were getting to that point. It would be nice. Really great. I love that. You know, our review uh, for this is up now on IGN YouTube. Uh, I'm I'm shocked, shocked at how many people in the comments are asking if the cartridge slot works. Oh, oh yeah, not boy. been paying but, attention. But it did, but it did work on the Genesis you you reviewed. Yeah, totally different thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I'm just saying it's possible. Yeah, but then it's like you you have must not have been paying attention to what the NES Classic was either. Yeah. This is smaller than a cart. I, I don't think there's a portion of this where you could slide a cart <laughs> into. No, no. Maybe in the side. Nowhere for it to fit. But with this... Diagonally. <laughs> with this comes the uh, release 27 years later of... Uh, 21 years... No, 26 years 27. later. 27. Of Star Fox... It's 1995. 2. Oh, that's not... Yep. Which you reviewed. <laughs> 27 years. <laughs> oh. 22 years. Oh, yeah. 22 years. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> I've I've uh, I've I've admitted I'm terrible at math. I thought you were just gonna be like, okay. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I've admitted before that I am often <laughs> half in the bag when we record this show. Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, no, no, no. Sam reviewed Star Fox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give it yeah. a five out of ten. Yeah, I uh, I've felt fe- been fielding a lot of questions about that review. So if you guys have any of them, feel free to ask them right now. Here's one. Why do you guys review this in the context of 2016? Uh, 2017, sorry. We're totally off numbers-wise. I don't really know what that means. So for me, that game never came out, and so we get to review it now. I think that's really fun. Also, it was canceled, which means that there was something wrong with that game. And uh, I looked up a great interview with Dylan Cuthbert, who uh, worked on the game, with Kotaku, where he said Miyamoto came in the room one day and said, uh, this game, you know, in its complete state, it's... When, I, when we see it against our competitors' 3D, which is like PlayStation 1 and Saturn even at that time, it just doesn't hold up, and we shouldn't release this. And uh, it just has some quality problems, right? It's like really framey, and, and, and it's really hard to play. That's what they said then, right? So even if I reviewed that game then, it seems like it was kind of a mess when it was, uh, not, mm-hmm. and it was canceled. So after it was canceled, we waited a long time, and now there's, it's out, and like it's preserved for uh, all of history to play, which is super amazing. But uh, it doesn't make it any more playable. And, and in fact, like just even if it ran well, and uh, it would still be hard to play with the Super Nintendo controller because we're talking about 3D worlds, like not not on rails. That's a big difference. People don't realize. Star Fox 1 is on rails entirely. This mm. game has places where you sit down on a walker and walk around a 3D environment. And it like it doesn't turn as fast as you. Like It's so slow, and it's so hard to play those parts. And then when you're in space, those are open too. And if you think about that, you need to have like a mini-map that shows things are above and behind you. And you, you guys have probably played Rogue Squadron. Like that's, yeah. That takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. On a Super Nintendo controller, you cannot do that. You have a D-pad and nothing else. So, like, it uses, on the ground, it uses the L and R buttons to turn left and right, which is really clever. I think that's really cool. But in space, like, you're just smashing the D-pad in a direction and hoping something's above or below you in the right way. It's crazy. Like, it's not meant to, it just can't work. It's hard to reconcile you know? sort of the three, like, uh, it's really, really cool that this historical yeah. curio yeah. is now available to the world to play, and it's really, really impressive that they had it running on a Super Nintendo mm-hmm. at all. Like, it's a feat of engineering and, and just expertise. But reconciling that with, well, none of that makes it, like, fun. 
Like yep. none of that yeah. makes it like this is a fun, high quality video game. So, yeah. um, I, you know, I take away that from your review. Yeah. But you guys um, all kind of watched it over the shoulder yeah. too. I like, love watching it. Yeah. Like, There's nobody in the office that walked by and we're like, "This is better than I thought it would look." Well, it, like, yeah. like yeah, it we all, looks awful. Like we all had two thoughts. We're like, "Man, it's so cool and so crazy." We're playing Star Fox Two, and look at how cool it is that this is running on Super Nintendo. And then like the second thing is like. Oh boy, this is not a game that I want to like play for any yeah. extended period yeah. of time. It's hard to watch, but it's a little easier to wrap your head around when you play it. And I, I beat it on hard. I played it like I think I was playing pretty well by the end of it. I knew what I was doing. I knew I'd kind of exploit the engine to slow down and stuff like that to make it work. Um, but even though I like rated it, you know, a five because I don't think it's very playable, uh, I still think it's like magnificently beautiful. I love it. And like, I know Damon was standing next to me during some of this. We had watched, there's like cutscenes in the game. And the cutscenes are like, they didn't have cutscenes in Star Fox. Yeah. They had like the intro, maybe, and like a few other things. This has like yeah. pre rendered, not rendered, they're not even pre rendered. They're probably an engine. Hmm. They have like a giant spaceship coming out of warp, and then like a bunch of spaceships like coming out of it. It's a and big then, dragon. And yeah. then there's like, you know, dialogue during it, a big, big space dragon. And, and it's all done just like you would do in a game today. Yeah. On the Super Nintendo with like a big 3D cutscene. It, yeah, it's so cool. But those big blocky things, they they don't work well when you're playing with a controller. Yeah, yeah. I mean you'll be vindicated once people play it for themselves. I mean the question <laughs> about why review it in the context of 2017, it is 2017. It, like in what other context are you supposed to review something? <laughs> and gosh, Super Metroid holds up pretty good yeah. in 2017. Yeah. So Super Mario past. World, yep. Link to the Past. Those I mean, are all that's exactly for me. Yeah. even in the context of it appearing, you know, on a collection of these other games. That makes you realize why you can't really give something like Star Fox 2 a hard pass when like some of those other 20 plus year old games yeah. are still some of the greatest games of yeah. all time and yeah. don't feel any less playable. Like that's the difference between like the 16-bit generation and the 8-bit generation. I have nostalgia for 8-bit games, so I can go back to them and play them. But divorcing like my own personal experience from it, those games are clunkier and more obtuse and harder to play. Whereas the 16-bit games, I think, are really eternal and will be around. For yeah, I mean that's what that generation was sort of all about refinement. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I love retro games. I love checking out old games, especially obscure stuff on arcade like Game Gear and yeah, Atari yeah. Lynx and all that stuff. But more often than not, my experience is more like, this is awesome and weird. It's so cool mm -hmm. that I'm checking this out, but it's not a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 You would, more often or, than not, Would you come into work and recommend it to a bunch of people? Yeah. Like, that's a test that a game has to pass yeah. for me, right? Yeah. And, uh, man, that collection, like, I said this in my review, that's the worst game in the collection. And it was can it's a canceled game. Yeah. Yeah. That it's makes like total sense. That's fine. But there's yeah. games in that collection that hold up. And if I reviewed them today, I'd give them a 10. Yeah. And there's games in that collection which I'd give fives to. And like I don't think Mario Kart what do you, holds. Well, I was about to say, what do you think the second worst? Mario Kart? Mario Kart Kirby and, and, then, and like I love F Zero, but yeah. like it doesn't work very well as a racing game now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, F-Zero and Mario Kart, I have a tremendous amount of love for uh, the 16-bit versions, but they got better over time, yeah. right? And even even that alone is like not a great way to evaluate a game, but like do the controls work? Like for some of this, they don't. They don't yeah. really work really well. The D-pad is not great for things that are even simulating 3D. Mm -hmm. But man, it's good for 2D games. Oh yeah, and you have to have it. Like that's what that's so cool. When you play Yoshi's Island, you're like I'm playing this on an analog stick would suck. Yeah. it's great to play this on a Super Nintendo controller, and that's what's so great about this system. And the the system's mini. The controller is pretty much a one to one replica of. Yep, the original. feels great. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that controller. Good controller. Yeah. yeah. And that brings us to the uh, last big game out this week, Ruiner, which is the very difficult game that I was alluding to last week. I ended up giving it a 6 out of 10. One commenter nailed it, by the way. Oh, what was that? They just You said guess the game. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, one, one actually did? Oh, I didn't see that. No, everyone is guess, guessing Cuphead. Yeah. 
Uh, which wasn't good, yeah. But it, 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 it was also a very good guess. Yeah. Uh, no, it's too bad. It's uh, it's a very c- cool, uh, slick-looking synthwave cyberpunk top-down shooter game. So it seems like a very damey game, but uh, it just turned out the uh, the gameplay didn't quite hit the sweet spot for me. Like I, I talked about, how it's very difficult. It's like punishingly difficult, uh, exhaustingly difficult. I talked about it in my review, and like. I don't mind a challenge, you know, I, I, games can certainly be difficult, that's not like, it's like the difficulty isn't the selling point for me though, actually, mm-hmm. like, I'm, you know, the game needs to be fun and enjoyable, and if the difficulty is like, getting, it's like, this is that, me, yeah. and this is the fun, and the difficulty is like, hey, how's it going, <laughs> that's when it becomes, <laughs> that's when it becomes a problem for yeah. me, uh, so it, that one didn't quite work out for me. Yeah, aesthetically, Again, it's so cool though. That's it's so it's cool. got a really cool style, yeah, and yeah. I really like the music. It doesn't change much though, right? It no, it's very samey, there's like... 14 levels and it there you could look at any of them and you can't really see a progression yep. through like different there's like this like dismemberment engine when you kill enemies where they like blow apart it's a very cool. I, it's a very like brutal violent game <laughs> and like yeah uh, the enemies die uh, appropriately depending on what type of weapon you're using whether it's a yeah. gun or a flamethrower or explosives or like a laser and they disintegrate and or just their skeletons will fall to the ground so I like all of that <laughs> I like all of that good stuff I don't get I didn't enjoy being like just locked in room after room after room with just swarms and swarms of enemies uh, you know oh you died well I guess I'll try again oh Died. Are skeletons zombies? Uh, well, yeah. not not a, unless they're reanimated. Well, the same with mummies, uh, no, 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 no. right? No, skeletons aren't zombies. If same same re- with mummies, right? If they're reanimated, are they then zombies? If they were zombies, we'd call them zombies. So mummies aren't zombies? No. We but call- they're the dead reanimated. That's fine. Zombies have to be from the Caribbean. <laughs> so what's a zombie? <laughs> a zombie is a zombie. That's but, why we have separate words for it. But them. if you were going to describe a zombie without using the word zombie, what would you say? All right, so this is like uh, the, uh, you're Walking dead. To, you're catching me in a trap where I'm going to say the reanimated dead, and you're going to say, "But that's what a mummy is." Yeah. But the point is, it's a family. It's a family of undead, of which there's zombies, and there's reanimated skeletons, and there's mummies, mm. and they're all what under. The, they're all under and Dracula. What about Frankenstein's? And and they're all under the umbrella of undead. Yeah. So skeletons, they have to have some kind of magic holding them together. Right. That's a good point. Zombies so what if, just have to have flesh. Okay, so what if you got a zombie? So zombie's coming towards you. You, are, you have identified it as a zombie. Yeah. What if we wrap it up? <laughs> <laughs> what if we hold it down or, and we wrap it up? What if you, a skeleton. What if you burn all of the skin off the zombie? Yeah. Mm. What are you what are you looking at me for? I don't have any don't answers know. for you, man. I don't know, Mister. The airport doesn't have its own fire department. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> uh, so, Ruiner is what I've been playing lately. It is time to share what we've been playing. Uh, but along with Ruiner, I also finally started Destiny Two. Oh, it was and nice, so, nice knowing you. No, I mean it's totally fun. I, I, How are you yeah. playing it? Uh, I've been playing it by myself. Yeah, what's that like? Uh, it's been fine so far. Just um, a story mode. Basically. I think I'm level seven, level eight. So yeah, like you could play all the way through the campaign by yourself. Yeah, so it's in, like to level twenty to the cap, just fine by yourself. That's, that's my how my intention. Play. And to be fair, we get the benefit of getting mini games through work that we don't have to pay sixty dollars for. But my intention is to play that game like a single player, like go through the campaign. And you can totally do that just fine, and then put it down. I don't think it's going to be like a lifestyle game in the way that like you know World of Warcraft is for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. It's a totally beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure I'm just like uh, telling people. You understand people what's going on? What they know. Yeah, there's actually a story with real stakes and yeah. like interesting, and interesting characters. characters. Yeah. It's and great. then, of course, the gunplay is super satisfying. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally enjoyable. I'm on board. 
Yeah, I've been playing a ton of Destiny, which really surprised me because I never, I didn't care about the first one. Like, I did yeah. the IGN first for us, but I never touched it after that. Um, but I'm a huge old school Bungie fan. Like, I love Halo 1 through 3 and uh, Reach and ODST. And so I jumped in this, and the shooting feels incredible, as you expect from Bungie. I really did enjoy the story and the worlds you go to. Yeah. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun post game, like I did the first half of the raid over the weekend. That was the first time, like, I really did something where I ended up communicating. And it was like, we're fortunate enough to just know a bunch of people who play the game, so we were able to yeah. play it with a bunch of coworkers or ex-coworkers. Yeah. Um, did you get some goods to carry you through? Did I get some goods to carry me through? Well, yeah. the problem was we... Goods, I mean good players, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We had, uh, I think half of the team had already beaten the raid. Like, because that's what they call it, backpacking, where it's like, man, I am not that yeah. great at this well, game. Well, my thing is, carry me <laughs> what I realized is all the stuff in the raid where you had to use your noggin, yeah. I'm really good at, but then when you had to shoot things, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I'm not as good as everyone else at shooting <laughs> things. You yeah. completed the raid? Uh, no, I we did it. We split it over two nights. We played six hours and beat half of it, and then Christ, they yeah. ended up finishing it without me on Monday because I had to work oh, Monday night. Did you um, get cred for that? I didn't get any cred. Well, I have keys to where I think if I go back to the raid, I can get some cool objects in the basement. But every Tuesday, the game resets, and so I'm so no longer halfway yeah. through the raid. Yeah. And interesting. I should also point out that even if you are playing by yourself, there is still like a multiplayer cooperative oh, yeah. component to it because you just encounter yeah, other people. It's you, there are public events. Like, those and public like, events are super exciting. Yeah, it's all like, sudden, whoa! Yeah. These guys are trying to take this big thing down. I'm coming to help yeah, you guys. Yeah. And everyone and everyone gets shared yeah, rewards. Everyone gets shared rewards. Yeah. And then yeah, you just continue on whatever yep. mission you're on. Yeah, that's cool. Good game. Uh, next, uh, I am playing Divinity Original Sin 2. Yes. Um, it's a PC RPG in the classic computer RPG style. Um, I played a little bit of Divinity 1 and um, really, really liked it on like a systems level, like the combat and like the world. But uh, the story was too goofy. Like It was a borderline comedy, how little it took itself yeah. seriously. I, I liked that part of it. But um, and the sequel is much better written. It still actually you know, has moments of levity and has comedy relief, but it's done in like, this is like a comedy relief moment or character and then the story itself is a lot richer and more fully featured um i had a funny i was kind of on the fence i mean i like the game enough to play it every night but i was trying to decide like do i really really like this game i really into it and i had a moment last night where uh totally sold me on it um one of those little moments um you have many, many dialogue responses that you can give people based off your class or your stats or, you know, whatever. And this game goes above and beyond most. Like, sometimes what you're wearing, people will respond to you differently. Sometimes if you have an item in your inventory, you can just be like, oh, I, I have that. Here you go. Like, you can just give them the thing. It knows what's in your inventory. And I had one where I just loot... I loot everything, and sometimes you loot body parts. So I just had, yeah. I had a foot, and I have some severed heads and some hands and just some stuff in my inventory. And I had an opportunity to give a crazy man um, a severed leg that he was after. <laughs> and and the dialogue option was like, it's like in asterisks. It's like you realize in horror that he's talking about the severed leg that you're carrying in your inventory for completely innocent reasons. <laughs> And uh, I just thought it was so cool that the game recognized that and and lampshaded and called out the fact that it's completely insane, like the inventory systems in RPGs, and then it rewarded sort of my OCD, take mm -hmm. anything that's not nailed down uh, yeah. system. And, I love that. Uh, Everyone who's playing it's been raving about it. We, we, we gave it like a 9.7, I yeah, think. We gave that a very high yeah, yeah. yeah, GameSpot gave it a 10 out of 10, yeah. um, which it's actually, to be super clear, um, if you're willing to wait, like to me, this will be a really, really perfect holiday break game. Not just because it's like an 80 hour game, but because it does get a little bit buggy and shaky towards the end. Oh, do you um, think they're. Well, I mean, the game's whole thing is, I mean, I, I almost hate to say it because every game is like player choice, player choice. But this one, like, really is player choice in the way that, like, you kill a character in like hour eight and then it changes like hour 80 of that game. And it fulfills that promise 
to a really, really impressive degree, but it can also kind of like break down sometimes. Like as you get to the end of the game, like it's obvious that they didn't really count for like every single permutation. Sure. Um, so if someone's willing to wait, wait for a patch or two and then enjoy one of the greatest computer RPGs of the decade. This is PC only, right? PC for only for, for now, now. Um, okay. but it has full controller support and the original Divinity game. Does it have PS4 now. support? <laughs> it does not okay. have PS4 okay, support. That's how I'm going to say yeah. I'm playing on my PC on my couch with an Xbox sure. controller. Yeah. I think it was, it was the definitive edition of the first game came to consoles. So I assume that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Cool. since yeah. the Maybe controller support year. is already baked in and like integrated into the UI nice. and everything else, you and because be the original came to console, this will come to console at some point. Cool. It doesn't seem like there's stuff in it that couldn't come to console. Sure. Like it's not all key. Absolutely not. Cool. It's really good. All right, Sam. Did you already do yours? Is yeah, it, it's been Destiny, Destiny, and then uh, I'm excited to jump into Cuphead. Oh, man. Bang my head, I guess, well. that. Cry. Uh, well, first of all, I played like the first 15 minutes of Final Fantasy uh, 3, 6 mm. again in Ooh. that NES Classic Collection. It's and good, like, It's a good video game. Were I not at work, I would have wept like a baby. <laughs> Music's so good. So yeah. beautiful. And what an amazing intro to that game. Like, If I could just withdraw from life and play Final Fantasy 6 again, I would. Mm. Like, What a wonderful experience that was the first time around. And to have that in that collection is really, really also the emulation on this thing is. It looks so good. Yeah, uh, but I've been playing. Um, is two on there? I'm sorry to interrupt. You. No, oh, just, it's just, not. just just six, yeah. three. Uh, there's a uh, uh, Seam World Dig, Dig Two. I've been playing. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. what I've been playing the most of. I'm like really addicted to it right now, and I'm just kind of over the hump of like. I might be past the point where I'm like hopelessly thinking about it all the time, but uh, it was a uh, it, it's a Metroidvania this time around, yeah. which I wouldn't have called it before. No, because no. you mainly just dug downwards and did stuff. And this, you pass things that you know you can't get into, and you go sideways a lot as much as you go down, which is cool. And then you uh, get uh, some new uh, attachments and weapons and stuff like that that are like really uh, um, platform based. Um, and I'm, I guess I just won't spoil it for people, but yeah, it's just a lot more mobility, and it makes it like a really good Metroid-style game. Nice. It's, it's really cool. And uh, that game is like for people that like that loot loop where you're just digging and collecting and buying something, an upgrade, yep. and then you're like, oh, I'm just going to do a little bit more to get this upgrade, do a little bit more to get this upgrade. It's just the best at that. Yeah, I'm having more yeah. fun with it than I had with Metroid. Um, with, nice. with the new Metroid? Yeah. Well. Underrated thing about SeamWorld Dig 2 is its logo. I know it's weird. It's just I think it's really great. I think it's like one of the best video game logos. Oh, interesting. That was funny. That studio does great work. The first SteamWorld is great. SteamWorld Heist, Heist is fun. Is really good. And that was a very different type of game. That's a turn-based strategy game. Yeah, very cool. Another thing I'm excited really to play this weekend. I think it comes out on Friday. A bunch of people have been playing it in the offices. Golf Story. Oh man. Yeah. I hope that's cool. Ooh, boy. Yeah. I know it looks gorgeous. Like it looks. Yeah. Yeah. A cool 16-bit style graphic. Yeah. For it. Um, is SteamWorld on? It's on PS4 also, right? Yeah, this, and Vita this, and this week, Switch, right? Wh- yeah. which is so cool. Like that mean, means it's more it's widely on, available. Yeah, because I, yeah. yeah. I think the first one was just on 3DS, and then it was on. It came to other stuff. No, like it's on everything. Later. Yeah, now. Yeah, it was 3DS first, and then like I played it on Steam, for example. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I hope a lot of people play it. It's just a totally worthy, worthy, worth your time. Awesome. Well, along with all these new games that are coming out each month, older games are resurfaced on uh, the PlayStation Plus and Xbox uh, Games with Gold programs. And whoo, PlayStation Plus next month so amazing. gets an incredible game. Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom yeah. Pain is free for yeah. PlayStation Plus subscribers next when month. I, when I saw this this morning, I was very tired and had my coffee. I assumed it was Ground Zeroes. 
Yeah. I was like, Metal Gear 5. I'm like, which oh, it has I to be Ground Zeroes. Which they is like already the did that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so. I think they did it right before uh, Phantom yeah. Pain came out. And I was like, this is not only one of the best games of, of 2015, but one of the best games of the generation and yeah. legitimately 100 hours of, of like, yeah, hope you can get masterpiece gameplay. One perfect yeah. gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Totally Ooh. incomprehensible story. <laughs> perfect gameplay. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't really like it that much. No, I like it. <laughs> You're not a Metal Gear boy. I'm not a Metal Gear boy. I we used Metal to get in trouble for talking about this so much on GameScoop. It was that type of game. Yeah. Remember that? It's so good. Would you would you deny though that Justin that's a pretty good game to get for free? No, it's an incredible game to get for free. Also, it's just one of those like, man, it's October just got really busy because I'm like, well, I have all these I want to play Shadow of War and I want to play Wolfenstein and I want to play Assassin's Creed, but oh man, what if I go back and play this? I don't even know why I'm excited <laughs> for this because I own the game. Yeah. 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 It's so good. Also on PlayStation Plus is the Amnesia Collection. Yeah. Which is uh Spookies. I don't know how many are in that collection. I believe it's two. It's Amnesia the Dark Descent and Amnesia Machine for Pigs. Wow, man. Uh both games are pretty good. Yeah. Number one is, is very scary. Uh number two is more interesting than scary. Interesting. Yeah. Uh horror games appropriate for the month of October. Mm-hmm. And then over on Games with Gold, Gone Home, which is yeah. also probably appropriate for this time of year. I oh, I kept yeah. thinking that a skeleton was going to come out. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a wolf. That haunted house that you're in. It yeah. has elements of a ghost story. Yeah. Uh, the Turing Test mm-hmm. is in Games with Gold. I'm not sure what anyone knows. It was like uh, Portal. It's a uh, Portal. Oh. Yeah, it's a first person uh, puzzle game where you go from like sort of room to room, but it's this really interesting dialogue you have with an AI that is starting to become self-aware, but then yeah. that turns, that sort of folds into the gameplay itself. Is it not as, not, yeah, oh yeah, it's oh. good. It's not as good as Portal, but I think I, I reviewed it and gave it a seven something, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember uh, Quantum Conundrum? Mm-hmm. I do, yes, Kim Swift's game. game. Yeah. I feel like there's a feature on games that are really good but didn't get as much attention as they deserve because it's like an inferior version of something else. Sure. Mm. Like I don't think there's anyone that would say Quantum Conundrum is better than Portal. So but I think a lot of people great. have the attitude of like, why bother? Yeah. But it's still like if Portal didn't exist, people would be like, oh man, Quantum Conundrum's great. Sure. Yeah. Maybe that's not a feature. Like what's like like, like I don't know, maybe B tier like platformers or yeah. something like that. Bubsy? <laughs> never Bubsy. I mean if no if Bubsy was the only game that existed, Bubsy would be the greatest game of all time. Hashtag never Bubsy. Hashtag never Bubsy. <laughs> I played Arrow the Acrobat one and two recently. Why? Recently? What? Yeah. No, I don't think they're. How's that bad? Did you beat? How's that bad? I had never played. No, I, I had never played them before. I just wanted to check them out. Rye yeah. Star. Uh, but Arrow the Acrobat games, I don't think are very good. No, they're not. Rocket. So the Knight? problem with that and, and kind of Bubsy is that the character is a little bit big and animated, so it feels like you can't see enough on the screen while you're moving around as Arrow. Do you feel that way? Uh, that wasn't it's really the problem I had with me. of stuff for me. It's just a little generic, and uh, there's a certain type of game from that era that just looks kind of cheap. To yeah. Me. Uh, I don't, anyway, we don't need to talk about well, Not everything can be annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Rayman 3 HD with Games of Gold and uh, an, mm. a uh, quite an old school, quite a deep cut, Medal of Honor Airborne. Well, uh, what? Is on there, yeah. Yeah, that was the whole thing where, like, Why? it did maybe the, it the, the last, PUBG thing before PUBG. Maybe the last no Medal of Honor before it no, was rebooted was, into more of a modern thing? Yeah, yeah, because the, the last one that sort of shuttered it was Medal of Honor, the beard, not Hardline, no, the Beardo beard one. one. Yeah. But even that was a more modern That was modern. Setting. I mean, you played a modern, like, what? Airborne is more is still a World War II. Yeah, it's setting. World War II, and I remember it being. Well, it's interesting. Mechanic was every mission starts with you, you in, jumping out of a plane, and you can land anywhere in the map, and it sort of changes yeah. everything. So that's on paper, the only PUBG aspect of it. Yeah. Oh, Nothing that's else. why I said that's what I meant when I said it's PUBG because you start everything by jumping out of a plane. But then the difference <laughs> is when you land, PUBG is a good video game, and this one's not. Well, I don't is think Steven it's, I don't Spielberg think involved bad. in that series. 
the yeah, original. The original. The very first he produced Medal the original. Of Honor. What way? Like I missed that. I, mean, I wasn't th- playing games. The I mean, he was a producer. That was back when he had a yeah. partnership with EA doing yeah, stuff okay. like this, and then he had. Was uh, that the Boombox era? Yep. Uh, no, it was before Boombox. Boom was later. Yeah. Yeah. So at least ten years before Boombox. Really interesting. But yeah. So he kind of did the story and stuff like that. Uh, well, it was. He's probably like he's a producer, so he's like sort of looking at it from. I think his level of involvement was fairly. He made his level of involvement was making Save It Private Ryan and letting them. Yeah. take things from it. I was think. this like his AI era? No. Uh, yeah, well, this would have been around AI yeah, because this would have been late 90s. Oh, that's what so you What else came out then? Same with Private Ryan. What do you mean? Oh, what else? Okay. I guess it's directly related Oh, no, I, yeah. I think his involvement with the series is he gotcha. made Saving Private Ryan okay. and then they're like, we want to adapt that into a video game pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And Why didn't they just call it Saving Private Well, they it must have been a licensing yeah. issue or a, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah, I missed all of that. That's, mm-hmm. really, that's cool history. I'd like to look into that. Yeah. He had that cancel get cancel game LMNO. Yeah, and then LMNO. Had, I don't remember. That. Yeah, that, that was uh, that weird alien dynamic. He, uh, along with Boomblocks, he had a game called but LMNO, which is about Boomblocks. Uh, one and two are awesome. Yeah, yeah really and good. it's sad they're trapped on the console. They put them on Switch now. Yeah, yeah. You got that? You got you, bring it you back. can feel all the Boomblocks. Stop I'm not gonna do that. that. <laughs> you can feel all the Boomblocks. You guys remember Elibits? Not down there. Elibits. Yeah, I liked Elibits. Was at the launch near launch of the Wii. Uh, okay, I promised we would talk about PlayStation Vita, and uh, the reason why it's back in the news is because somebody asked uh, Andrew House, the uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment president, oh yeah, that's a cool story, uh, about whether or not, in the wake of the success of the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. would they reconsider uh, a portable, a handheld device, maybe a hybrid device like the Switch? Did he say hell yeah and crush a beer? Yeah, slammed <laughs> <laughs> it against his forehead. Uh, yeah, he said that, except the opposite of that is what he said. Hell no, and sipped a glass of. Uh, no, it does not sound like they do plan on revisiting in the handheld space. Uh, Andrew House said the Nintendo device is a hybrid device, and that's a different approach and strategy. We have not seen that as being a huge market opportunity. Uh, and then he continues... Well, that's the, the problem. They didn't see it as a huge market. Now they're missing out. <laughs> yeah. He continues, the Vita experience was that outside of Japan and Asia, there was not a huge demand. Yep. The lifestyle shift toward the dominance of smartphones as the single key device that is always with you was the determining factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've heard that before. What about a PlayStation Classic? I would. Yeah. I mean, I would love you have a PS1. To think that, that Sony's thinking about that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's more challenging. Look at the I mean, incredible success of uh, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, this, yeah. this summer. I mean, I think it is inevitable that yeah. next fall yeah. we're going to get an N64 classic. Yeah, I don't yeah. think any. I well, think it's it inevitable. Think next next summer, for some reason. But mm-hmm. if that's likely, then PS. I think we'll get Game Boy first. Ooh. Oh, that'd be cute. Uh, would it be a handheld? Just the old, yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be <laughs> that you can like, that you charge like via yes. USB. Yes. But that's the thing is, I don't want a Game Boy one. Like, I want a Game Boy Color and a GBA one. But yeah, I don't want I mean, a Game Boy good, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Also, even know some good Game yeah. Boy games. What if it doesn't have a backlight? Uh, what's what's <laughs> the spirit like game? What's the spirit game with the gangster ghost? So good. Octi. No, no. There's this game where you're like a detective. Oh, ghost. Yeah, ghost trick. No. Stop it. Game He's Boy, talking about Justin, a Game Boy game. Black and Boy. A black Do you know what the Game, game Boy is? <laughs> if this was 20 questions, no! I would get it. I Avenging can't Spirit. Well. Avenging Spirit. Murdered Dark. Soul Suspect. <laughs> uh, Geist. Now you got LA visions, Noir. visions of uh, a Game Boy Classic and Game Boy Advance Classic. But they already said, like, it's in my head. funny that they were so open and upfront about it, but they said the NES Classic is returning next, next summer. Next summer, yeah. A year from now. And so. Hey, what if I have more games in it? Well, Star I mean, Fox it'll 3? be like a deluxe edition. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it will. I think it'll do wireless controllers. Clue Clue Land will be. In I think they'll the do time. longer controllers in like one or two. Nobody games. wants to play Clue Clue Land. There is a cool Dude, like canceled, not canceled. Yeah, but there, like there's Clue a cool Mi- Shigeru Miyamoto NES game that never came out here. That would be really cool to put in it. It's called, oh, oh man, it's called Devil World. 
it came to me. Re- they'll re-release the NES Classic with NES Remix built into it. Ooh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait for NES Remix to come back for the Switch. I want you know, them to do you know SNES. I want them to do SNES. Yeah, SNES, SNES Remix, Remix, sure. Remix it all. Oh, man. Okay, whew, I'm getting excited. PlayStation would be down. good. I would like PlayStation because I, I missed it. PS1, yeah. And then I would also like an official Sega produced Genesis. I mean, game. how crazy would it be yeah. if they start if they cherry pick some of those Square games? You get Resident Evil One, you the get PS1, Crash. Spyro. I don't want to be. I don't want to rain on anybody's parade. Yeah. It is harder than it is for something oh, like totally. this because as a CD based system, those games had CD sound and FMV files that were just gigantic. Sure. So they have to figure out they have to figure yeah, out yeah. the file size. Like yeah. it's a really could be a case of diminishing returns. Maybe there are only ten games on it. I don't know. But even even on the N64, like they already like those games are like 32 megs, right? So it's not a problem on that console. I made that number up, but they're you also do you get into a weird licensing thing. Like, weird. can you release Tony Hawk Pro Skater One with that soundtrack? Like, no, yeah, probably not. Wow, Justin just definitively said no. If there's two things Justin knows, it's Although, no, you can't release it, when and they, no firefighters here. What happened that? when they did the HD version of Tony Hawk? What? I think they, they, they changed, completely they, changed the soundtrack. Was it, it was like I when they, I think they removed Offspring or Bad Religion from Crazy Taxi when they released it on iPhone. They, they didn't have any of the licensed music. No. I thought people just complained about that endlessly. Rest in peace, On Offspring. Steam, they patch old GTA games to like remove songs from the radio stations as the licenses expire. It's like they just patch it and like Kanye's gone. <laughs> really? really? Yeah. For GTA 5? Uh, 4 and 5, they occasionally like, they had the license to use the song for like 15 years or whatever. And if you have the game on disc, you know, fine, you have it, but if you buy it digitally, they're obligated yeah, so to remove that's it. That's the space they can't Half control. of my band is in another band that has a song in GTA Five, and I wonder if that's still in there. Because hmm. hmm. I, I thought that was like that was good money for a while. <laughs> I was trying to name a band from GTA Five. Was yeah. it Tupac? Yeah, it wasn't Tupac. It was no, half, of your band, half of your band is in Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am in star. All right, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Steve in Pittsburgh did. And he says, thank you for bringing up Sinistar. Okay, you're welcome. That's the one that I haven't played since a Sega Genesis port that included Joust. It might have been a Williams Collection release back then, but I do want to play that game again. I was too young, younger than 10 at the time, to appreciate it. Is it available anywhere else? And if not, if you could have one arcade port from that era ported, which one would you pick? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did some digging. Uh, the Midway Arcade Origins that was released for 360 and PS3 mm-hmm. includes Sinistar, and that disc, that game, is backwards compatible on Xbox One. Oh, cool. So you could play it there. Yeah, those Midway collections, I already mentioned this this show, strangely, mm-hmm. are so good. That's how I experienced a lot of arcade games for the first time. Me too, and in the Namco collections too. Mm-hmm. Yep. On the original PlayStation. Yeah, that's the, the first. Those are famous. That's, that's how I played Tower of Druaga. Ooh, oh, cool. that game was so good. Remember the Namco Museum? I don't know if it was the first one or one of the sequels. Had like a 3D yeah. like museum. museum. You could walk around it and then like yeah. walk up to the like arcade cabinet. That's really cool. And then it would go into like the emulation. So cool. The Namco the Namco Museum I had on PlayStation that included Miss Pac Man included like a vertical monitor Ms. mode. Pac-Man. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but Ms. Pac-Man wasn't even a you know Namco game, so that's really cool because they kind of cut it out of their other co- collection. It was on one of the Namco collections. No, I'm sure it was. It's just like the, at, at some point that licensing got weird, or they stopped. They yeah. kept leaving it out. Uh, as for porting Midway game, an arcade game from the Sinistar era. Sinistar was out in 1982, mm. so I would love uh, Burger Time to come back. Burger also, Time's really good. Also an 82 game. I, I, I've always I brought up last week too, but Robotron. I think yeah. holds yeah. Up the well. same year. Yeah, yeah. I was for a big sure. Tapper fan. Tapper's really no. cool. What year's uh, Tapper out? It's on brand. 83. Yeah. <laughs> the original Tapper. Not, yeah. not yeah. root beer no, Tapper. No, not root beer Tapper. 
Don't drink um, soda. Unless I, it's, what about make it today it be uh, not your father's root beer tavern? Ooh, yeah. I like it. I wonder with 4K monitors if vector graphics can finally look good on televisions because they never look right. They look jet like vector is like a way to display something where it's drawn in basically math with like colored lines. It's not a regular television. Yeah. Only arcade machines, uh, you know, run, run those monitors and an oscilloscope you have science class right now uh but uh they look different they just look different than everything and, like if we can start imitating those it would be really cool but yeah to play with the old star wars game yeah my, that's what i was gonna say star wars is just yeah. like a really amazing arcade game it draws in 3d like it's smooth as butter that's so cool and uh just looks Wahoo. like it's drawn with light smooth as blue Wahoo. milk butter <laughs> <laughs> all right this is victor g in new york city and he says gonna get right to it Ask you guys how you feel about the use of curse words in video games and curse words in general. Mm. Great. I'm a longtime listener. I've noticed in some episodes that there are F-bombs, among other words, Oops. aren't bleeped. Well, how is this we decided? We tried to swear. I swore on this episode. How is this? <laughs> see, I haven't even noticed. That's how yeah. it's decided. I just... I said the S-H-I-T word earlier. Just, oh. I just miss it or... <laughs> well, we'll catch it in post. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> or won't. He says also tons of video games showcase cursing in its dialogue, be it part of a cutscene or just general banter between characters. Does this enhance your experience at all, or does it deter you from advancing in the game's story? Just to be clear, I'm not offended by curse words, and I happen to be a big fan of these sentence enhancers. I'm only curious to hear your opinions around the table. Thanks, guys. Keep the info and the laughs coming. I think, I think cursing works in any media when it makes sense. Like I don't, we don't need. Sp- Cursing in Mario, I don't need cursing in Zelda, but like in GTA, it totally makes sense. Like in a mature story, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah. In bad writing, it stands out. Oh, in bad writing, don't it stands you out. Have you always noticed that? Like in when they're overusing it. In like, Life Ugh. is Strange, a lot of times there'll be scenes and I'm like, that's not how anyone talks or uses swears. Or bad like voice, bad like VO sessions. Yeah, totally. Um, um, but I, I don't know. Pretty... It's funny. How about in like PG 13 movies where they're allowed one F? The one. And, yeah. And it's like, how are they going to spend it? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. You're, allowed, you're allowed. And I don't know if it's the same yeah. on television, but I'm so, watching The Magicians on television right now, which is on sci-fi. And so I don't know what the rule like. Is sci-fi allowed to do whatever they you want? Can watch, they still, you can watch it uncensored. Are they Well, it's, it is uncensored. Okay, I'm just so you're saying, probably watching the uncensored version. Was it censored on sci-fi? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just on broadcast. But it wasn't with beeps. It, they do like the sort of the silence thing, which is what I think Breaking Bad would do sometimes yeah. for Mad Men. When, yeah. when oh. it would air on AMC, they just like silence the yeah. yeah. Or like, you, when you like watch hip-hop it on, songs in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you want to watch it on Blu-ray, you actually hear yeah. it. And that's what, I, I guess, I bringing it back around to video games, um, it's odd if it's like one. Like if that's the tone of the game, if it's GTA, then fine. And if it's not in there, it's fine. But if it if you hear a swear after like ten hours of not hearing one, then it just seems odd. I don't know. I think that's just like life in general. Of like I don't know. Sometimes we try- you go ten hours without without hearing. Sometimes a swear. we do, and like we have to like I think Damon, you amongst all of us at work, like you do some of these giant live shows to where like you can't, don't swear during Comic Con or E three because that's yeah. you can't yeah. be like oops, let's try it again. It's like, well, just don't <laughs> yeah. do that. Max tried that. It's like being a teacher. <laughs> yeah, it's what? It's like being a teacher. Yeah, you have can't to swear while you're teaching. Can't be up there and swear. I think ever. that's the Until thing. You, unless you're a college professor, and then you can, and then you seem real cool. Yeah, yeah. the coolest professor. I think that's. I think this job has like I can subconsciously turn on and off swearing yep. just fine. Yep. Oh yeah. And then like when I'm hosting pub trivia, I can swear as much as I want. It's totally yeah. fine. Like I thought about it the whole time I was swearing and I done this episode, and I was like, okay, I'm going to use this to make a point. <laughs> I really did. I'm not joking. Like it wasn't like a slip up. I have like a cuss meter. It comes up, <laughs> and then I use the cuss. Yeah. As, as a father. 
<laughs> you have to build yeah, up the customer before all you can the time spend too. it. You yeah. learn real fast. That's why I say goodness gracious so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, it is interesting that uh, in PG thirteen movies you get one f bomb, but I don't know if there's a if that works in games for like, in like T rated games. Mm, Are you allowed know. one f bomb? Yeah, I don't know. The whole game language is more important than like violence. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's America, so nudity is most important. That's well, the worst, that that's is. the worst thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. One thing that we talk about here, here's a little behind-the-scenes look at IGN. Uh, We cover a lot of media that might be violent or objectionable in many ways, and a lot of it has swearing in it, and a lot of it has things that, uh, you know, are are adult themes, and we cover those. Like, we like them, and we cover them, and sometimes we don't like them, and sometimes we're critical of them. R-rated movies. But that's what we cover. Yeah, we'll show a clip of a game or a movie, and uh, we, you know, and when that's what our editorial... Uh, kind of purview allows. But that doesn't mean we have to act that way. And, yeah. and in fact, we're not supposed to. So when we're presenting ourselves, we are not filthy people. We're definitely not all those other things. But we try not to swear in a lot of contexts. And the reason is uh, because that's just, you know, we think we can express ourselves more clearly in other ways. We're supposed to behave the same and use the same language, whether we're playing, you know, Mario on a Let's Play or GTA on a Let's Play. Like the right. content of the game isn't supposed to be doesn't I did always Good find it funny, though, because we were playing, I think we were streaming The Order 1886, and pretty early on in that game, you go to a brothel, yeah. and just everyone's naked, and Max and I were like, it's really funny that we can't swear, we can walk around this brothel as much as we want. Yeah. Ladies of the night. Yeah. Ladies of the night. Yeah. Yeah, and like I think that we, I'm always into reaching wider and wider audiences, and there's a large audience of young people, and people that are just, uh, that object to swearing that I totally yeah. want to reach. Yeah. We get letters every once in a while, it's like, I'm 11, and I love Scoop, and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, or I, I, I've uh, absolutely gotten uh, letters from parents that say, I love listening to your show, but sometimes it's on when my kid's around. So yeah. if you could not drop those F-bombs, that would be yeah. great. <laughs> and I totally get it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Just tell your kids I'm that we're villains. villains. We're Don't swear guys. like the villains, like the radio villains. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> bad news, your kids are playing GTA Five. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what all the kids are playing also, everywhere. I, some, I, don't I also have some terrible news. At school, all the kids are swearing as well. Yeah. The radio villains is a really good name for something. <laughs> we're the radio <laughs> and, villains. And kids love Game of Thrones. That when I see, that's crazy. Well, that can be the name of our mature podcast where we do swear a lot. Yeah. Okay. Do called. kids love Game of Thrones? That's a thing, yeah. I don't know if I, I, don't, know. I, don't know if I would have been into Guys, it. Guys, I have a direct line to middle school. Yeah. The kids all know Game of Thrones. <laughs> all right. But we also see it doesn't always perform in our, our Snapchat content. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Snapchat. Because their parents are looking. That's why. Uh, and that brings us to video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Jack Martin in Charlton, Massachusetts. Charlton, okay. Let's flow. Charlton Chew. Let the questioning begin. Is right. it a part of the SNES classic? No. All right, guys, you, that was a bad sure. question to lead off with. You Big old. 21 games. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Justin just mad that you took away the first question from him. Uh, does this game take place on Earth? Oh, mm, unclear. <laughs> we we lost a question for that. Just uh, for the for the record, Tetris One is on Earth. Yeah, because <laughs> the rocket takes off at the end. Is there, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the Kremlin's in the background. Yeah, but they change it to USA, yeah. and then it's like that doesn't. <laughs> this makes sense. I'm um, listening to Russian music this yeah. whole time. Is this a Japanese game? No. All right. Uh, is this it... game really? Oh, you go ahead. Oh, okay, no, it's fine. You can go out of order like, like, like a little counterclockwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We screwed up the order. Uh, did this game come out? Uh, before January 1st, 2000? No. Is this a current generation video game? No. All right. Well, it's five questions. Yeah. Um, is this on the uh, the uh, 
Nintendo Wii PS3 era of uh, consoles. Wait, those are. Are those? No, those uh, are right. Yeah. Wii and PS3 are right. What was no. Wii U also last? PS2. What's up? Last generation was Wii and Wii U, pretty much. All right. Is this a console game? No. And by, do you mean, was is this? It, yeah. Is this only on consoles? No. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> guys, uh, we know it's not one of these. <laughs> it wasn't Japanese made, right? No, it was not. Uh, I mean, is it, is, was this game developed in America? No. Okay. Good. That's really good. Brazilian game, guys. <laughs> uh, is, this a, uh, is this a video game where you see your character on the screen? No. Ooh, it's got to be it's got to be a first person. I'm looking through my eyes. That could be second person. No, you'd still see your character on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Would be second person. Get is this from after what? uh what's a good year to be after? Like that Battletoads block. Uh It's between 2000 and 2017. No, it's not because it's not this generation. So it'd be 2000 to 2013. Yep. So should we ask after 2000? What what year did we come out? 97? Yeah, I mean, you could say see generation. Like, is this of the... But he said it's on PC, or it's not just on consoles, though. Yeah. First-person game developed in Europe. You're assuming. Could well, be. I mean, it could be Canada. It's, it's could not. Be, could be Ubisoft Montreal, very easily. It's not. What? Ubisoft. Um, is the develop... Uh, should we ask about sequels? Yeah, is this part of a series? No. What? It's going to be... It's, uh, it's, it's that shooter, Red... Red, what was it? Red, Red 13? No, that was the line. Are you thinking of the, the cell shaded one? Yeah. 13. The one with David Duchovny? No, Red, Red 13 is the name of the, isn't Red 13 the name of the lion? No, just 13 is the oh, name of the yes, game. Oh, yes, that's right. You said Red, and I was thinking of the lion <laughs> oh. from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, so was I. I was thinking Red 13. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wait, it's just 13? Yes, just 13. Oh. I feel like I've done that multiple times on this show. Maybe. Is this finally the episode where it's the single player PS the PS2 shooter black? Yeah, I know. Where I well, think that it's that black. Was that was Criterion. And and then and then every week I say it's PS2 exclusive and every week a commenter says it was on Oh uh, wait, Xbox. we we don't know if it's on Earth though. Should we ask if this was on PCs? Or or or, or if it was a console exclusive? Why is it unclear if this is on Earth? That trips me up because if it's in space it'd be like a blatant. Is this of the uh the the um PS2, Xbox, GameCube generation. No. That's 10. So we know then it's of the PS3 generation. Because it's not this gen. It's not that gen. Mm-hmm. Zach, Zach and Wiki. Wait, unless he's doing some, like, it wasn't perfect a console dark exclusive. when it came out, like... It's not a console exclusive. Oh, that's good. And it, okay. So PS3 generation. Not, no sequels? Or not part of a series? Not part of a series. First person. We're assuming it's a shooter, right? Yeah. No. I mean, What, what are some... Okay. Is it a shooter? No. Oh, that eliminates a lot of things <laughs> I'm thinking of. Can we narrow it down by company in any way? Or does it not help that we know? Because publishers can be... Well, yeah. so it's not so rare because it's not a console exclusive. So it's, you know, it's Ubisoft or... Uh, I mean, it's probably Ubisoft. Wait, what? so wait, 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 wait. We can ask if it's Ubisoft. We never said... So I asked if you could see your character, and he yeah. said no. It doesn't necessarily. If this is like a god game, yeah. you can't see your character. What if, or if you're, really or if you're a ghost. So we can go with genre. Like is this like a, is this like a first person game? Like when I'm looking, does it look like does it look like a shooter, but without the guns? No, just you ask want to burn the Ask if it's played from a first person. Is it first is a first person. I thought you already asked. That. No, I didn't. I asked, can you see your character? But what I just just realized is you can't see your character in SimCity. But you're not a character. Well, it can't be. Well, you can't see your character in first. Wait, person. Wait, Damon, don't answer that. We need to rephrase the question. <laughs> You guys are just all over the place with this. 
Well, I mean, what are you talking about? We know it's not one of the twenty-one games yeah. in the <laughs> classic. No, I mean because he's gonna pull. He's gonna pull some Doctor Robotnik. So, should we ask machine. if this game's highly regarded? I like the perspective question, but I just want to figure out the right way to put it. Yeah. So, what, what did you say? Like, if it's like a shooter, is this a first-person game that looks like a shooter but without a gun? Your question is: Is this a first-person <laughs> game that looks like a shooter without a gun? I'm yeah. Marty. I'm not agreeing to this question. Well, two out of three. The answer is no. Oh. That's great. So it's not like Gone Home. It's not like some first-person magic staff game. <laughs> <laughs> Should we ask if it's a strategy game? Yeah. yeah. Is this a strategy game? That would help us. Uh, um, uh, that's not the bucket you would put it in, but strategy is involved. Nah. Fuck. <laughs> You're going to have to bleep that one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like that, like uh, is it like a mo? It could be a moba. No, mobas are Katamari pretty good. No, you can see that man. You can see that man's butt. I'm really stuck up on it being unclear if it's on Earth or not. Like I don't know what I don't know what to do with that. Like that answer. I guess is this game highly regarded? Is it a highly regarded video? Game? Yes. How many questions do we have left? I mean, I need to get this on a console. Highly regarded can be like let's just say it, it was a good well, video. It game. was well reviewed. Okay. okay. What, we need to ask if it's on just one. Con- just I need to get a library in mind here. Yeah, sure. was was this on what, what generation? It was the the PS3 360 generation. Was this on PS3? Yes. Okay, so it was on multiple things, including PS3. That means it's not like an Xbox weird PC crossover. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and, and it's not American. It's not Japanese on PS3. Should we ask about developers? Uh, I mean, so who who's developing games? Maybe Ubisoft. Yeah, but if it's not them, I don't even know who's left. Yeah. No, but it's not made in America. Yeah, it's companies that are. Was it developed by Ubisoft? Yes. Woo! That helps us so much. Four like, questions left. Be able to get this. Okay. Tom Clancy's End War. It might be Tom Clancy's End War, honestly. No, he said not part of a series. Well, I don't know if strategy. Um, uh, What's a game by Ubisoft that's kind of has strategy stuff in it? They didn't you do those. See your character. They didn't do those Middle Earth RTSs, did they? No. Which is, should we ask if it's based on a license? Mm, I don't know. Tom Clancy screwed us over that one time because it was a license. Yeah, is this based on a license? No. Okay. A Ubisoft original. We should be able to get this just from last gen. Child, there was Child of Light. There was Vandal, Valiant Hearts. Um, it's not part of a series, or not part of a series. So no AC, no Splinter Cell, no Far Cry, no Tom Clancy, no King Kong, no Peter Jackson's King Kong, the movie, the game. Wait, we, Child of Light wasn't that generation, though, right? That yeah, was Child of Light came out on the yeah, PS3, time. end of last gen. But you can see your character. Good point. Good sort point. of a sort of a not first person, but some sort of a you know strategy tactics ish game. Maybe did they make any puzzly games? The crew. <laughs> I'm just thinking of their like. You, yeah, you know Ubisoft. We're gonna. I know Ubisoft. Wanna, and the PS3 era, they were like, they were doing Ubisoft the Ubisoft way too. Oh yeah, they, they were. were they were cranking out. Yeah. So this is on PC and PS3 and a bunch of things. Was there a Rayman spinoff in that era? This could be Rabbids. 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 Yeah. No, Rabbids is part of a license. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think we call it. It's that part of a series. What? Certainly, rabbits are absolutely licensed. Well, but wait, it's, it's not a license, but it's a series. It's not licensed. The rabbits? Yeah. Yes, the rabbits are licensed. What are you talking about? That's just the Ubisoft. Did you say rabbits? <laughs> Table this. 
Would you say that the rabbits are licensed? Like, uh, no, because then you'd have to say like, uh, it's like Mario. Mario's yeah, a license. Mario's a license. When we say licensed game, we mean, mean like, like from a based movie off another medium. Yeah. Show, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right, back in. I thought you were gonna try to tell me that the rabbits had been like a comic book series for twenty years, <laughs> like. <laughs> Right. They did a they did weird uh I don't know if it came to other platforms, but they did like that weird DS stuff. They did like like Rub Rabbids. Was that them? That was Sega. Rub what about Rab- Just Dance? Did we already That's say it's a, not part of a series though? It's a series, though. Yeah. It's a really good one. Okay. Um did they do anything like that? They did the Avatar game. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's something like that. Did they do the Star Wars? No, they didn't. No. They did uh Zombie U. They did Zombie U. The Rabbids, the wait, Rayman wait, games. Wait, wait. Why? Zombie U, because if you. It looks like a first person shooter without a gun. Also, it has a gun, so at certain yeah, points, it just okay. does so look it's like. It's not Zombie U, but I thought for a second, I thought we'd done it. I have feeling good about Tom Clancy's End War. <laughs> I think we've had that one before. Well, is this game rated M? Or is whoa, it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? That's, we only have one chance after this. No, two chances. Well, no one will say anything. No, one has to be the game. No, we're at 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you have two guesses, two Plus questions and a guess. Is rated M really going to help this? I don't know. I know. I think it's good. Actually, is anything? I think that's a good question. Is you want to ask if it's is rated it mature? M? No. Oh. Two questions left. So he knew that off the top of his head, so it has to be like a kiddie game. You know. You know what I mean? They did a they did Prince of Persia's back then. Yeah, there's tons of Prince of Persia. They those, those are first person, the and they're also Persia. parts of big franchises. <laughs> What's like a Ubisoft? I, I kind of want to know like if the game flopped. It surely flopped because if it sold well, they would have made more. Yeah, you said it was critically well. Yeah, but Ubisoft is a like it, they churn those games out. Yeah. Oh, and it wasn't developed here. And there's a lot of Ubisoft games that were developed here. Well, so it has to be one of their weirder studios. No, I mean, I think it just could be Montreal. Though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or what is I mean, the only do? U.S. game during that generation was Rocksmith. So it's not Rocksmith. So they did. I can't think. I mean, they did. Like, there been a million Assassin's Creed spinoffs, some of which were more strategy-ish, but it's Perfect part series. of a franchise. This is, uh, this is awful. I don't even know this game. Nope. I don't, I don't like, like it. it. I don't like it. I feel like we have all, like, we have all the parts that we need. I, I don't think we know what the perspective of this game is. Damon, do you think we know the perspective? (laughs) Am I here? Am I here? So you can't see your character, so that means... And it's not played from like a first-person style perspective, so that means it's like a God God game. Did Ubisoft do like Disney Tetris in that time? Wait, did Ubisoft do that game by Eric Chahi? Who's that? He was the guy who did Out of This World and Another World, and then he did that game with them that was God. It was top-down, and you were doing God things. And I can't remember what the name of it was. I think you were doing some like terraforming. Black and white? It was like that, but it also came to consoles. Are you thinking of Gotus? That was no, I'm not thinking of Gotus. <laughs> Is it the game possibly made by Eric Chai? <laughs> he was What's the, uh, the strategy thing should help us too. With yeah. the, I, I legitimately think it might be this, although it's like a weird deep cut. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, but Damon's been doing Is that. Is it rated mature? I don't think so. No, it's not. I think it, I think it would be like an, an E10 I don't or even a know teen. What you're talking about. I can't even think of the. This game was this game came out in like probably like 2010 or 2011. It came out around the same time Ubisoft did Outlast or Outcast, which was that side-scrolling game where you swapped between two colors. You did had the that two be it? No, yeah. because it's uh, you can see your character. This is crazy, guys. Yeah. I think we. we spent, I can't think of that. What the name of that game is, and it's probably not even that game. Mitchell, so. are you gonna help us with this? <laughs> do you want me to? Give no, no. no. <laughs> you're supposed to tell us. Wait, do you have, do you have like, 
Is it a dancing game? Are you're asking me if it's a dancing game? I don't no, think it's going to be a dancing game because it's part of a series. Yeah. Was well, what one? other dancing games are there? Uh, well, the, there's I mean, there's dancing, several yeah. Just Dance games. They dance oh, every yeah, year. All right. What about the Rabbids angle? I don't know. It's part of a series. Know. This was a one. I don't know. I don't. I, I think it's the Eric Chahi game that may or may not exist. <laughs> <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I'm done. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. You've been on a loose I don't have streak. anything. It's a multiplayer. Nope. All right. It's the Eric Chahi game that I don't know about. That's my guess. What's your guys' guess? End War. What's my guess? You want to go with End War? No, for us being dumb, we all get one guess. He gets End War, I get Eric Chahi's game. That That's a license, exist. though, Justin, so it can't I be know. that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just giving up. This uh, is it? We're throwing in the towel? I still think it's Eric Chahi's game that may or may not exist. Also, might not even be Eric Chahi. Also, that might not even be a real name. <laughs> <laughs> Does it Beyond Good and Evil? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Marty, if only you could have remembered the name. From Dust. From Dust? It was the Eric Chahi game where you were up down to things with the world. I think we got that one. Wait, that game came out? 2011 yes. God game. <laughs> That's exactly what Where you Marty. manipulate the ground to shepherd your flock to safety. You did a good job with this, Marty. I'm, I'm going to count it as a win. <laughs> it's not a win. We need a name. You can't just say, uh, it's that game made by Nintendo starring the plumber. <laughs> I get uh, I get from you dust. That, Marty. I think you I can really play from dust with wild in my mind. Oh, yeah. Wild is not out. Wild is not out. Who made from games dust? It's Eric Chahi. And yeah. And if that's how you pronounce it, it. Eric Chahi was the guy who. Uh, Stop saying that name. He was the, the guy, developer. Uh, I just said Ubisoft. I know, but they have like a million studios. No, the thing was, it was associated with Eric Chahi, who did. Was I right? When he was the guy who did Another World and. That sounds right. I think so. I, I think that's world, why I know his name. Yeah, another world guy was French. So. From Dust, I remember that game now. It was, it was like a man out of mask. It was a really cool game. IGN yeah. gave it an 8.5. Keza McDonald. reviewed it. Right? Yeah. And Keza McDonald. Keza reviewed yeah. it. Yeah. that one. It was a really cool game. It came out on, uh, I think, Xbox, PS3, and PC. Might have been like a Summer of Arcade game, like around the same time as like Bastion. Was, that would have been right, right at the right tail end of yeah. Summer of Arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you were close. You almost got there this week. Give myself a quarter of a point. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> wow. Michael Jackson, the experience. I forgot that existed. Yeah, I did too. That was the one with the Vuvuzelas. That was the one with the Vuvuzelas. What do you? I don't even know that joke. If you uh, so that was right around the time of the South African World Cup, where if you remember, there was the controversy over the Vuvuzelas that made that terrible. Everyone would just bring that horn, oh. and, and it would just that it. game's anti-piracy measure was. So, I don't know how, but if it detected that you were playing a pirated copy, not a legitimate copy, it just had that droning Vuvuzela noise in the background of all the songs. Well, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's a pretty good anti-piracy measure. Thanks for the suggestion, Jack Martin in Charlton, Massachusetts. If you have your own suggestions, email them to me at gamescoop at IGN.com. None of these guys have access to that email account. so it'll be I would have got this one right if I did. Yes. Well, <laughs> if you'd remembered the name in the time that you read between then and now. From Dust. A very cool game that's uh, kind of, yeah. I think Lost it, it, it might have been resurfaced in like a PlayStation Plus mm. one, yeah. of, one of those months. Yeah, I could see that. One of those times. Uh, everybody have a fun weekend playing games. If you manage to get an SNES Classic, get your hands on one. If It'll fit in your pocket. Totally fits in your pocket. And when we ne- when next we meet, it will be out. When next we meet. When next we meet. <laughs> It will be October, which means we'll get to revisit what? the uh, retro Crazy. gaming magazine rack oh boy. and see what was going on in the past of some October. Uh, but that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Damon. My name is Damon. This is IGN Games Scoop. And we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.